Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to The Scoop. This is Wilfred Burns, your co-host, and I am excited about tonight's show. I hope you are too. We're going to go ahead and get it in tonight. Of course, you guys know we've got some great conversation going. So uh, before we jump into this show, I want to say what's up to my co-host, Miss um, Takesha Booth. What's going on, Keisha? What up, though? <laughs> How you? Yeah, yeah. How you doing? I'm good, I guess. Oh my. Good, 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 good. And Miss Shaquille Willis, how you doing, Q? I am good, good. Glad to be here on this evening. <clears throat> yeah, me too. It's gonna be an interesting show tonight. Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. So, uh, as always, you guys know if you have questions or comments about anything we talk about, give us a call, 929477, 2304, 929477, 2304. But before we get started, we're too far into the show. Y'all know how we do it.
Listen, y'all ready for the show? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's get it in. So tonight, yeah, we've got some really good topics tonight. Um, That's some really good discussion, so I'm excited about uh, tonight's show. Um, Again, if you uh, ever, if you have any questions or comments about anything we talk about, you guys know if you are listening, feel free to give us a call. We love to hear from our uh, listening audience. So uh, let me go and jump right on in. I'm not sure if you all saw that there is uh, there was an article out today that talked about how oh, come on how Obamacare um, they believe that Obamacare is in trouble um, and the the gist of the of the argument is that um, it's expensive. And that they're seeing a lot of the private insurance companies um, and a lot of the premiums are going so high for other people that um, now they want to do every not everything, but that they think that basically it's going to, you know, the usual argument. It's going to bankrupt the government um, and things like that. So I haven't, you know, to be honest, I have seen, um, you know, prices go up. But in my own personal experience, I haven't seen them go up to the tune of where I would say that, you know, it's an issue. I've seen it, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen it go up, yes. But it goes up every year. Like, insurance goes up every single year, Um, you know. So I just didn't see it, like, jumping to the point where it's like, oh, my God, I need to be worried about Obamacare. Uh But I could be wrong. So what do you all think? I mean, is that something, have you all seen that or... Like, am I way off, or what, what are your thoughts? I'm going to start with you, Keisha. I know this is, this is kind of something you probably be a little passionate about, too. You already know. Um, when it comes down to massive fear tactics, I promise you, anything that might affect how uh, politicians get paid, they want the people to be afraid so they can vote their way. Um, And so to me, this is just another political scare tactic Mm -hmm. um, to make people afraid. You know, we don't get rid of this Obamacare. This got to be the first thing Hillary do because if she don't get rid of it, man, y'all going to be paying $1,000 a month just to go see your regular doctor. Shut up. Just stop it. Yeah. You know, and, and the truth of the matter is to bankrupt this government, you know what's really bankrupting the government is these twenty year salary politicians. How about y'all take a pay cut, come live like I'm living and see what you can do. I promise you if you <laughs> did for one year, we wouldn't be worried about funding Obamacare. They ain't gonna do it, they gonna, that's why they ain't supposed to be in there. Get out. Get out. Okay. Yeah, they're not gonna do so that. Yeah, yeah, that's my only opinion on that. I don't. I don't. Can't nobody scare me into a decision. Um, mm-hmm. We are in the age of information. Do some research. You know, I well, had I a friend that, who, I, when Obamacare first came right. out, she was like, "No, it made my premium go up." And and the truth of the matter was, you were super misinformed, and so you chose a plan that you did not need. Because you was trying to mm-hmm. keep up with the Joneses, and it's nine out of Joneses. It's one of you, baby. Pick a plan that's for you. 
we coming up on the ta- the time to change your plan. I believe it's October fifteenth. That you get the opt yes. in and opt out of your um, the plan that you have. And so, to me, uh, start doing some research. Don't be so naive as to allow media and the government to sway your opinion. It's too much information out there. You can call, like I, what, what Meridian is kind of out here, United Healthcare. Call these people and ask them. But, of course, so according to the according to the article, it says that um, higher than expected costs have led several insurance, such as Aetna, United Healthcare, and Humana, to pull out of marketplaces established under the Affordable Care Act, while others have scaled back coverage. Um, that's leaving more markets with just one or two insurers offering plans under the Affordable Care Act, the point at which com- competition peters out and the cost of premiums potentially potentially soars. Since Obamacare relies mostly on competition to keep costs manageable, a withdrawal of carriers and some markets could drive patients away under the uh, away and undermine the program. Now, the other part to your point, I think um, I have talked to a couple of people who work for some of these insurance carriers, and they have said the same thing, that it's cost more than what these companies um, have, um, have you know, went into thinking that it will cost. But, you know, to me, that's, that doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't work. It could just mean that it actually is working, and we've got to figure out a way um, to make it even more competitive than anything else. Um, so I don't know. I think it's going to be – I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting theory. Yeah, I agree. You know, of course, for me to tell you that there are requirements, because a lot of the reason why it's costing them more is because a lot of them, if you remember, you remember the movie John Q? Mm. You remember how long that man had been paying into his medical insurance for years and years and years and years. And see, these people in the past made their money by having all of this red tape that you needed to go through in order to actually get access to the full coverage care you thought you had. Well, Mm. now, because of the Affordable Care Act, you can't have all that red tape. And that is costing them money because now they're having to pay these insurance claims. That's where the loss of funds is. It's not because it's not working. It's because it is working. But if you boo-boo the fool and you're not paying attention to, you know, I was not getting urgent care because there have been millions of urgent care facilities that have opened up to prevent people from going to the emergency room late, like in the last two years. I see a lot more urgent cares and direct cares. That costs these Mm -hmm. people money because initially it was either go to the ER, schedule an appointment, or die in between. But all of these, Mm -hmm. they had to have these particular, you know, things in place, and you have to cover them if they go to at least one. So if the one that exists I don't like, I got to build one. So anything, like any business, like any change, it's going to cost you first. Yeah, I, but I the agree. Thing, I, think, I, think, yeah, I actually yeah. think the, the, the solution is to go the other way. Um, the one thing that I, that I actually did like from the, the initial Republican plan, if you guys remember, was they wanted to deregulate um, the industry altogether. So they wanted to make it where any insurance carrier can go into any place um, and and compete on price. And that's not something that this, this plan um, was able to do. I think actually more competition would actually probably help, um, would probably help bring prices down. And plus, to your point, Keisha, 
of course your costs are going to go up. It's more people that are using it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think, I think, nobody knew. Like, nobody knew that, that, you know, that to, like, okay, well, you got all these new people in the system. So I'm sure that, you know, we probably either overestimated or underestimated the, you know, the amount of cost because it's the first, you know, this is still fairly new to us. But, again, as a country, I think we've got to decide, like, do we really want to, want people to not have health care? Are we really okay with that? Are we really okay with, you know, with, like you said, having die in between, <laughs> die in between if you can't go, or do we just want people to get the treatment that they need? And I, I, I don't know. I mean, again, some of it is expensive, but, you know, if the if if we're going to continue to privatize it, it's, it's, it can't always, and this is from a business owner saying this, I can't believe I'm saying this, but in some areas it can't always be about the bottom line profit. At some point it's got to be about we need to the get people. people treated because we don't want yep. everybody Didn't walking around man. here with you. You know, with Ebola. My parents now have insurance because of this program. Both exactly, but didn't do just feel You know, in the VA parking lot because he went in and they told him he couldn't be serviced. Imagine how many people that would have applied to and did apply to before this. What were you saying, Q? My parents haven't. My my father worked and um, was laid off from the state of Oklahoma, and the state of Oklahoma, over a decade ago. And my parents have been solely entrepreneurs ever since then. And healthcare was non-existent for them. Um, and my mother has varying health issues that she had to, because it was just not affordable. Yeah, they could have done it private, but it was just not affordable. And then being able to sustain their home. So until yeah. this program came along, my parents weren't able to 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 have health care as a family. So now my mom's able to go to the dentist. She's able to go to the doctors when she gets sick. My dad removed asbestos from buildings, schools, and government buildings for over 10, 15 years before he was laid off. So there's all kinds of mm. physical issues that he's had to endure as far as his back, his neck muscles, and things like that. And that's not even including the respiratory issues that he's had with being exposed mm. to asbestos. And the state did that. He worked for the state. Wow. So, wow. you know, so to, to know that we've got a double bag now and now we're relying on a program that at some point could be taken away again, by the government when knowing that he's relying upon this because of a situation of serving the government. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. like I'm, I'm for it. And if, if I have to pay more as a taxpayer on my end because of the insurance rules, I couldn't cover them on my good insurance through my government, you know, through my job. I couldn't put my family right. on my insurance. My mom could call me crying, can't breathe because she's got asthma and she can't afford a $200 inhaler. Two hundred dollars. Yeah. She called me from the pharmacy line, drive-through line. I kid you not, dude. Like two hundred made me so mad to know that one. Yes, she, yes, she is crying in the pharmacy drive-through. Yes, it happens. It absolutely happens for that little damn disc, that Advair disc or whatever the little purple Jesus. disc thing that they give you. Yes, that thing without insurance is $196.59. I will never forget it because she could barely get those words out to me, calling me from that drive through line, and that woman couldn't help her. She crying. The lady behind the little glass crying. I'm crying. Everybody crying because my mama can barely speak words to get the lady to tell her, honey, I can't afford that. They found coupons behind that counter for my mama so that she could even swipe that card that I get sent the numbers to that woman. She had her call me, and I paid for it through my Flex Pay card on my insurance. 
so that my mama could breathe that night. Like, so, yeah, I'm all for Obamacare. I'm willing to pay that extra dollar because I know it's not just my mama that goes through those situations. It's women like me. It's kids like me who cannot cover their parents because of the rules and restrictions. You know what I mean? I would gladly pay more to cover my parents on my insurance, but I just can't. So, yeah, go for it. Do what you got to do. Charge me. (laughs) I'm with it, you know? And I think that that is just our human responsibility at some point. It's not about bottom lines all the time. I totally agree with you. This is lives we're talking about. And they work. Yeah. <laughs> They're not on welfare. They're not yeah. on government ministers. You know it's what I'm fantastic. saying? Like, they all work. Yeah, exactly. Lots of damn taxes, to be perfectly it's honest with you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we pay, tax, we pay taxes. So, I mean, you know, it's Man. not like everybody who's on this is just taking advantage of, you know, the system and not, you know, no, it's not like that at all. There are some people not who pay tons of taxes who, you know, who are, yeah. So I am I am uh, yeah, really I am with you. I am perfectly okay with again with a few extra dollars um, if it means if it means that you know that some mother gets to have her baby in a lot uh, a more healthier environment. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay. So <clears throat> shoot, it ain't gonna look. Look, y'all gonna go up on some taxes anyway, so you might as well. Man, <laughs> let it be the same for people. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. <laughs> I mean, we really just want to look at it. That's exactly right. They're going up anyway, one way or the other. Might as well let it be the same care. Obamacare or something. So, no, um, yeah, another part, I think, like the other point, is some of this is a scare tactic. Some of it, again, is that these companies need to, you know, make some make some uh, hard choices. Um, again, I think deregulation is, is definitely something that can help. Um, also, again, I think, um, we've got to the other part of, of the Affordable Care Act was for there to be more preventative things that were done, and I have yet to see a lot of that go into effect because you know again we still got especially in your lower income uh, neighborhoods you still have food deserts you know where people live in food deserts so it's it's you know it's the cost of eating is way more expensive. Because, again, if you live in a food desert, that means you've got to travel farther, you're going to get lower quality, or you're going to get lower quality food, which ultimately leads you to certain health risks. So, and if you have lower, a lot, if you don't have um, uh, as much money, and it comes between spending 99 cents on uh, a box of Suzy Q's versus $5 for four apples, then... Suzy Q might win, you know, because in your right. mind it's like right. I can make this. I got to make this dollar stretch, and I know it might not be the best option, but but I don't have it. So you know, we've got to we got to look at this from a whole, you know, uh, perspective as opposed to just looking at it from the bottom, you know, from one one perspective to say, oh my God, they're they're going, they're taking all our money. Our country's going bankrupt. No, we we all right, we all right. So. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. We'll keep an eye on that one. All right. Also, uh, I don't know if you, if you ladies saw, but after being down, first of all, Donald Trump has had a pretty interesting week. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> first, before, we jump, before I say something to Donald Trump, let me say uh, I am not related to Pastor Mark Burns at all. <laughs> he is not in my family at all. I've had this like, yeah, no, we're not related. No, we are not related. Because we both sh- short and fat and black, we are not and preachers. No, we're not related. But um, yeah. So Pastor Burns, uh, Mark Burns, that is, 
um, had a very interesting week. He, he uh, They found that my man was lying on his information about who he was. And so he's had a tough week because he's one of Donald Trump's surrogates, uh, who is, you know, surrogates to the black people, of course. Um, but that interview was pretty bad. Then uh, Donald Trump decides he wants to go to a Detroit, a church in Detroit and say a few words. And that was pretty bad, too, actually. Um, it was actually very bad. But I don't know if you guys saw the full shots, but it was a pretty empty church, um, even though the, yep. what they showed it didn't look like that when they showed rows. it from the back. Yeah, he's like six <laughs> like rows. Six and that rows of people. But, man, you know, they didn't want you to see that part. Um, and then somebody, somebody told Amorosa that she was the resident, you know, whatever, but God bless you. Uh, but anyway, so with all of that still, and Donald Trump has actually pulled even um, in the polls to Hillary Clinton. So the latest poll shows that um, that 45% of the 45% of the voters are with Hillary and 43% um, are with uh, Trump. And of course, within the, that's within the margin of error shows that they're pretty much uh, even. Um, this article lays out a plan that shows that Trump could actually uh, still win. That basically he's got 63 days um, to take a few states that are very close, and if he can pick up these couple of states um, by, of course, um, reaching out to the minority vote, then he's going to have enough support to get him over uh, the hump. And I think what it's really saying is not so much that he's got an opportunity to win, but more so like we talked last week that Clinton has an opportunity to lose because she has still not done a good job of uh, capitalizing on the minority vote, um, and neither is he. So now that he's going after the minority vote, um, or after what we talked about last week, the middle class um, uh, Caucasian woman vote, that he still got a chance to win. I am un. I just can't believe that after uh, this close, this dude has, still has a chance. Mm-hmm. He has a chance. It's crazy. It's actually crazy. He has a chance. But yeah. that does show you how much the dollar means to America. To me. Yeah. Yeah. Even money that's not even guaranteed to ever be seen by any one of us. That's what kind of gets me. I agree, Keisha. He's promising all of this wealth, all of this prosperity for America. But the people who are primarily voting for him will not see. I do not see any plan. I don't see anything other than a bunch of talk that is going to say you're going to actually benefit from this. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it, it kills me how we are so easily able to overlook being sold a dream. You know what I mean? Like literally, like it is just a dream. There's no plan. There's not even even if there you want to compare previous politicians to what he's doing, there's nothing about what he's doing that even resembles like <clears throat> playing like there's a plan. He's the, he, and, and and that's what's so frustrating. I think to people who are logical and actually listen to words and what they mean, or the lack of words and meaning, <laughs> you get to look at the screen and hear like you're throw you want to throw stuff at your television, thinking you didn't say anything. We listened to fifty right. some odd minutes or however long he decides to talk, whatever day it happens to be, and he does not say anything of any substance that does not provide any plan that could actually go through Congress. Because you have to wait until 
he's through, you know, spewing out whatever it is that he spews for the actual commentators who's actually helped, you know, the people, sometimes it's commentators, sometimes it's other lawmakers and actual real politicians that have actually been doing it. No, the things that he just promised to America that everybody is so crunk about could never happen because over half of the people that do not want him to be president would have to be the ones relying on voting and passing the things that he's asking for. But because we are so uninformed as a country, as an entire nation, we don't even get the fact that he's selling us a dream and that like they're they're falling for it. They're not even pushing him to even sell it harder even. Like anything mm-hmm. that he, he the things that seem so easy that, that would take a normal campaign for anyone else only boosts him. So like it's it's understood now that there is no there's not really going to be a digression of Trump numbers. The people who rock with him are rocking with him. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like there's going to have to be there's going to have to be some surge of the the independents and 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 non-voters that are just gonna have to come out of the woodwork <laughs> that it will be the ones that'll totally skew this thing because there like you said there there's a real chance this man can win the way that it's looking and it's and it is it's, it's baffling to people who actually think I don't I don't understand it I don't I can't fathom I can't get it I don't my thing is this again is it's not so much that what he's doing it's just that again she's not doing anything that says, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, at least at least take me out on a date to a nice restaurant yep. and rub yep. my head. And she doesn't have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, just chilling. Who's the what? You know what I mean? Something. Mm-hmm. You know, whisper sweet nothing's in my ear and at least make me think you love me. Don't just, you know, but if you just don't have a call, you don't text, you don't do nothing, but you just assume <laughs> normal. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't sending mm-hmm. no flowers, nothing. But you just think we're gonna, that, that we're going to vote for you. Because just because, and I think what we're seeing is we're seeing people saying, "No, we're not going to give it to you that easy. If you want it, you need to come and get it." Now, ultimately, do I think that when it comes down, I think well, here now, I think ultimately what's going to happen, unfortunately, is we're going to have to find out if there are enough people who actually come out to vote. Period. Um, then who will vote for? Because at this point, I think there's so many people who are turned off that it's like I'm not going to vote for anybody, and there are a lot of people who yeah. are saying, look, this is going to be the first time I'm just not voting at all. And I think that that's, you know, that that's tough because if no, if they don't vote, if, if minorities don't vote, she really is is the one that's going to, it's going to hurt the worst, not him. Mm-hmm. Because there's a strong, mm-hmm. enough, there's a strong enough Republican base that, you know, he's going to get 43, 44% of the vote just off of them alone. Um, whereas, who knows? You know what I mean? Who, what, what's she gonna do? She's fickle. You know, we're, we we we're fickle people, and if we don't if we don't like you, we gonna sit at home. So I think she's got a serious a serious um, issue that she needs to address. And in the article, it talks about how um, her campaign is expecting you know basically doesn't expect Trump to be able to remain presidential enough to get minorities to vote uh, for him. And I'm going that might be very well true. But your campaign still hasn't addressed any of our, any of the, of the issues. So again, you're not just gonna get, you know, everybody to vote for you just because you you Bill's wife. You need to come. Looking forward to these debates. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because mm-hmm. I agree. That's me when too. you're talking. You know, to your point, you were just making the whole to, the actual speaking about an issue. I think <clears throat> as much as because he's often given the chance to sit in front of his mic and speak 
without being interrupted, unchallenged, you know, things of that nature. And we all know the primaries mm-hmm. when we had the 50, 50, 11 people on the stage, no one really had a chance to really express anything one way or the other. He just got a chance to get in there, get a zinger, make some other people feel two inches tall, and then the world went on. You know, he won, boom, because he got the best one-liner. But when it's just he and Hillary on that stage, I think her overall – um, experience in debate and, and understanding of the real knowledge of what, I mean, the understanding of the real issues that the country is facing is going to make mm-hmm. him look totally less than. Now, what I'm hoping Agreed. that she does is take full advantage of that stage. And instead of, you know, and as much as I appreciate a small, intimate venue and conversation, what better way to address the entire nation of multiple, you know, minorities, African-Americans, Hispanics, whoever it is that she decides to make her target at that time, do it then and make it something substantial and not textbook, something not, corny, like, talk to us. Like, I don't even know other way to say it. There's no pretty way to say that. Like, don't gas me. Say something that's going to mean something. It ain't like you've been around right. Obama for the last eight years, been President Clinton's uh, wife, and done all this wonderful career, and you don't know what it is that we need. You know what I mean? That's kind of yeah. frustrating, too, where they say, well, we've got to bring her what it is that we need. <laughs> you know, like, at a certain point, like, you are not that that out-of-touch white woman who has to be shown the, nah, the issues of black folk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, that type of conversation, we're past that when it comes to Hillary. No one needs to sit down with her and have a conversation about what you can do for black people. You know very well what's needed for black people. Are you going to use your voice to state those things for the black people, or are you going to wait for someone yeah. to back you into a corner and make you do it? Because that's kind of what it looked like. Not kind of. That is what it looked like when Donald did it at the, at the church. It just looked ridiculous. Like, it was just crazy. Yeah. And then and I almost thought he should have skipped that all together as opposed to even being there. Like, at this point, dude, just skip it. you got to know that don't look good. Like, that's not the effort that's needed right now. But, you know, I really hope that the debates show us something. He, yeah, I, mm, he tried. He tried. I guess. He tried. Uh, he tried, I don't know if that's what we'll call that. It wasn't for There you go. He tried right. for them. He Let's didn't, go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back. We'll jump back into this in just a second, but we're going to take a break and play this song. We got uh, Silicon Valley by Rochelle, uh, Hot 16. We'll be right back.
old boy, you run. Monopoly with a millionaire. You want to chain that cat home. Fade and fade in out of it. Served off with his Lambo. Okay, I've been around the stocks all day. Say no call, but they just got paid. Hitting up a lawyer when I'm down in LA. You got a house on the beach and a boat in the bay. Fools tell them shoes to do wrong. Better live in love and they better live in war. Before they arms while I drown in the lake. City proud when I swim to the shore. Life Changing Journey, 
Um, you basically could just like my status. I'll try to tag you. I'll try to tag as many people as I can in it. But basically, you just like my status, and it's just something that you can stay stay on your own. You know, it's just something right, me, for you to say. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying, so, yes, yeah, so please make sure you guys go to her page and like her page or send her a friend request or whatever so she can um, tag you and add you to these. So, yeah, we definitely appreciate you. Oh, no problem. All right, well, go ahead and lead us in prayer. So I need to oh, well, Father, don't, don't do me. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> come on now, don't y'all come on now. Sorry. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this opportunity. Father, your word says that if two or three are got in your name, you're in the midst. Father, I thank you for every parent that's represented on this line, Father, and every parent that's out there in the nation, in the whole wide world, Father, that has a child. Father, we ask that you protect our children as they travel to and fro. Father, we ask that you Stir up in their hearts, Father, to be self-controlled, Father, that they know that you're there, Father, and that they are obedient to their parents and to their teachers and they're obedient to the other authority that they have to submit to. God, we ask that each parent, that they that you equip them to be prepared, to get up on time, to get their children out, to be encouraging and, and not fussing at them before they leave out and, and, and speaking positive over them so that they are more than capable of accomplishing what they need to do, Father, including the babies in the daycare, Father. Smiles from their parents help them as well, Father. Help us to read to our children, uh, help them with their homework. And, Father, help the teachers to have some patience and that they are not um, mistreating the children. Father, we bind every work of Satan that, that can travel inside the classroom, that can attach themselves from the school bus, from the bus driver, from public transportation. Father, we bind those spirits, and we lose the spirit of peace over the children. We lose the spirit of protection, and we also lose the spirit of awareness over our children, Father, that they become alert and that they are paying attention, oh God, not just to their teacher, Father, they're paying attention to their surroundings. And Father, we thank you we thank you that you are God that hear us. And, Father, we yes, confess for our children that you that you have a plan for their life, and it's not to harm them but to prosper them and to give them hope yeah. and a bright future. And, Father, we stand on your word, and we thank you. Yes, and we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Cover our babies, Lord. Cover the babies. Yes, definitely. We and appreciate and you it, again. Go ahead, go okay, ahead. I just want to say it. I just want to say, if y'all not praying for y'all babies, I am. <laughs> All right, yeah. and she praying <laughs> from the bottom of her soul, Jesus. Yes, Lord. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. we thank you. Appreciate you for coming on tonight. Um, and again, please, please, please go to her page. It's life changing journey. Journey. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. It's Tina Reed. Tina Gray Reed. Tina Gray Reed. Excuse me. Tina Gray Reed. We're going to work on that hyphen later. But anyway, um, where else? What was the other place you said? What was the other place you said? Uh, Global Global Drive Network. I'm posting it on on the Global Drive Network page as well. Okay. Okay, cool. We appreciate you again uh, and continue to do a great job, um, especially for those of us whose children are going to school for the first time. Uh, Ooh, you know, 
it's a little nerve-wracking, so y'all just pray for us. Lord, yes. I, all right, y'all have a good night. Too. All right, thanks, Shayna. Y'all have a good night. Bye-bye. Night. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. You too, sweetie. I was like, Lord, my, my buddy's daughter's getting older. But anyway. <laughs> so right, you was so the one hyperventilating in the car. I didn't hyperventilate. I was, like, I was like, Lord, I was just rocking back and forth like, Lord, Mm-hmm. I'll be praying for the, I'll be praying for the teachers like Lord bless the teachers. No, That's see if I you have. was my sister in law, you'd be praying for the other kids. <laughs> no joke. Mm-hmm. See like I was I was a terror when it came down to anything um concerning mm-hmm. we mama bears, you know what I'm saying? And um yeah. what you what you really wanna pray for, you know, is that don't nobody else's child just so happen to mess with yours. Um because after two attempts of fixing it, I become a child. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we got to pray yeah. for everybody in the classroom. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. <laughs> real quick, let me play this Jesus song real quick so we can end this section segment right. Uh-uh. And then we're going to jump into our hot topic because we're going to need it. We'll be right back. There's no one like you. No one else beside you who can do the things you do. That's why we.
Well, all right then. Um, that was Marcus G. Morton with Sovereign. Gotta love it. A perfect way to end that wonderful prayer by Sister Tina Reed. Um, this next section, which so happens to be the hot topic, yeah, y'all heard me. It's the hot topic. So if you call in, go and call in. Um, mm-hmm. Is sponsored by Kinky and Classy. You know how we do it. First class service for first class clients. Um, and your privacy is our specialty. Trust me. Um, I've had nothing but rave reviews about what's going on with us now. Um, I have added new product lines, which is a beautiful thing. Um, for those who shop at the store, uh, those product lines should be added by the end of September. Um, trust me, every week I will give you an update on that. Um, but if you would like to know or get a preview of those products, um, I do believe you need to subscribe to the Five Kinky Tips because, of course, those change quarterly and the new products have been added. So go to Kinky and Classy with the K dot com and sign on up for that. Um, otherwise, you can like our Facebook page. You can there's also a link to sign up there. So, you know, Keisha, what's this old hot topic. Hold on, wait a second. Time what out. Keisha, what's going on with some, what's up with some coupons? I heard you got some coupons. I do, I do. Um, when you sign up for Five Kinky, five kinky Tips, there are usually three coupons at the bottom of um, each one of those pages. Um, because there are three items, and when you click on those items, the coupon auto-populates. Um, wow. And I'm thinking about doing a global drive coupon um, that will allow people who actually listen in to get an additional 10% off, which, you know, is nice. that might help. Yeah. Yeah, let me go put it out there. <laughs> you need that in your life. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, ten to get you uh-uh. in. That's what you need. So yeah, we especially with Sweetest Day being in October, we may be running an additional ten percent off um, from any of our clients who listen to that um, Global Drive at the end of September and the first two weeks of October. Um, I'll be giving you keywords. And that keyword will be the coupon code. Um, and so that will be that for, you know, those sweetest day purchases in that season. So, yes, we will have coupons coming up. Thanks, bro. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, see, now, this is the thing. Anyway, go ahead. I got to find me a wife. This anyway. My disclaimer, before I start mm-hmm. talking about this uh, wonderful hot topic, is um, <laughs> I got a whole lot to say about this. Okay, let's go. Let's roll. So this uh, me, 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 Emmy, Emmy, thank you. Mm. Most women don't have a problem <laughs> being. Sub- I know the last time I said something wrong, uh, my my pettiest friend ever got me real good. So I have to, you know, try to. Sounded out. Um, most women don't have a problem being submissive or 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 obeying. Oh, oh that that was my word. That was the problem word there. Mm-hmm, Dear man, mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> the problem is most men weren't taught properly how to lead. Now you know what? <laughs> um there <laughs> this this meme can cause a lot of controversy and evidently um today uh it did and and but it was good it was mm-hmm. very good um conversation because mm-hmm. to me we got a chance to see where people really stand with this type of thing um i have a few of my favorite choice picks and i'm about to read those choice pick responses right now um, the first one, okay, and I'm going in the order that they were submitted, not importance for the petty people in the world. Um, the first one um, that, you know, wasn't just an agree or disagree kind of thing, but that kind of gave you a little more insight and was a little dead on was from the gala. Um, leadership is learned, and so is submission. Whether they are learned effectively or ineffectively, you have to partner with the style of each that best suits you. Now, you know, that goes along with my entire way of thinking. We are individuals. Um, and so we are attracted to much like batteries, you know, some our opposites or that which is intended to ignite us. So um, I would I totally agree with that statement. Because sometimes what's ineffective for one person can be effective for another person. Uh, And we have to decide which styles best work with us. You know, and I talk about my personal experience in a minute right now, and I get, um, yeah. And then the next comment, let me get down here, because was it Andre who said it? Yeah. By the way, Marshall, you should have not kept your mouth shut on this one and just made your statement. Um, where we at? It was one more person who gave me real goodness, and I think it was Andre. He wrote us a book that gave a lot. Always. I mean, but it was so dead on, uh, so I won't read it. But the bottom part was we do not learn from experience, but we learn from reflecting on the experience. So a lot of times we as women have submitted to people who weren't worthy of our submission, and then the next person we hold them accountable for our mistake in judgment. Like, look, last time I gave this sucker the keys to my car, he crashed, and I'm not never letting you drive my car. I don't care how sleepy I am, you know, because – at this point, I'm not willing to give you the reins to my life like I gave them the reins, you know. So, But instead of doing what you're supposed to do is reflect on this experience, baby, you was only with them two weeks and you gave them everything. So in that reflection, maybe mm-hmm. that was the issue, not the fact that it was just you're not supposed to give it to somebody, but the fact that what were your requirements to get this um, privilege mm-hmm. or say from you. Okay, so that's just those were the the, the best comments for me personally. Um, mm-hmm. But now, as far as my opinion is concerned, y'all ready? Go for it. Okay, first of all, this is a meme. It is not life. Um, this is somebody's opinion. That's wonderful. It is not a golden rule, in my opinion. 
there is some truth, as there always is in anything that's controversial. There's a little bit of truth. There's some lies. There's some confusion. There's some opinion. Being submissive, um, as we've discussed before, does not mean obey. Submit is not about obeying in my, again, this is Keisha's opinion, y'all. I'm sure we're going to hear some contrary to popular beliefs or whatsoever. Um, obeying comes as a byproduct of the willingness to submit for me, but obeying without question is crazy to me. Still single? Yep, that's how that works. Submission, I can get with. I can. But the second part, the problem is men weren't taught properly how to lead. I'm sorry, but that's not always true. Um, We have great leaders among us. It's just that we've been more trained to undermine men and to see them as... um, Hmm. There are words for this, but I don't think uh, a lot of people would agree with these words, so I'm trying to find the better ones. But we we don't exactly follow well all the time because we've been, you know, trained to believe that following makes you less of a woman. You're a weak woman because you just do everything he says to do. Um, And then there is some truth that there are some who don't lead well. Uh Mm-hmm. Like, they feel like barking out orders and telling people what to do is leadership when in reality the best leaders are in the trenches with the people they are leading. So you don't bark out orders to me. You show me by your actions. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a pro and I'm a – Nuh-uh. When you interject like that, I got the pause and I got to pass the mic to WB <laughs> I'm let you and let him it. get that, word, that edgewise word in. What's up? No, go ahead. Let you go. I'm going to let you mm-hmm. first. I'm going to wait. I'm done. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. yeah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> On this one, <laughs> On this one, I felt um, the yes and no of it. Because I've seen it, I I've seen it from both sides as far as um, being contrary to the submission idea. Um, because when you listen to what is talked about as far as what's considered popular in submission, or what um, what we've taken submission on to be as pop culture, as opposed to what I feel it really is. Um, and I think it took being married and going through it not being done correctly on my end, on the submission and in the leading, for us to grow together and realize what best works for how he leads and how I follow, that we were able to get to a point where we're even trying to figure it out and figuring out what best aligns with what works for us. Um as far as the meme is concerned, I don't. I, I think there's some basic truth to it. I think if women are put into a position to feel comfortable being led, to feel secure being led, and that does not secure and comfortable does not mean foolproof. Our life is perfect. There will be no mistakes. That means that if we go through something, that you're going to have strong enough shoulders to stand strong and hold us through whatever the situ the situation is. 
that I think is what some people confuse when we say I need to know that you can be able to lead me. You, assume, you know, some men will assume, or some people even, because I've heard women speak to that, will assume that we as women want perfection or want the six-figure income, all the bills paid. I don't want to have to do anything sitting up chilling. You know, that's not what's required to be led by a man. There has to be a character. There has to be an understanding that we're going to grow together, that you do value what I think as a wife, as a woman, and that, that I have a contributing factor to, I am a contributing factor to our household. Once we've determined what it is that we're going to do as a team, as a unit, then we're going to, I think, submit to each other in different ways, mm. depending upon what yeah. is necessary to get the done. So, to you know, I think we should take the, yeah, take the negative connotation away from submission and making it seem as though you're weak behind that. That's not at all what submission is supposed to be. I think submission done the right way makes both people stronger. And I think this meme totally sets up that, Com- that combative nature that happens mm-hmm. between men and women now, which is why we mm-hmm. can't agree that there is a need to submit and there is a need to mm-hmm. lead. So that if once we can get past this kind of silliness, then we can actually have the conversation on how do we get to that point. Mm-hmm. Right now, we no one knows how because everyone's trying to still prove that we matter enough to have a point to lead somebody. Like there's no mm-hmm. case to sit down and be, you know, and be led. And there's a time to lead. Like, and, and I think there has to find a balance in that. When we stop debating this part when, is when we can get there. Girl, yeah. Right. Go on past the plate. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Do you have a GoFundMe for that right there? She's supposed to have a GoFundMe for that right there. Because there is a level of submission, I believe, on both ends. That has our, girl, yes. Get past the plate. I got 25 cents for you right now, and that's all I got for you. Appreciate it. Hey, I think that it. here mm-hmm. I think that I think the issue is is here here it is. You as a uh, yeah, as a man, I'm gonna say this. As a man I think our problem and our mistake is that not so much that we don't know that we think that um we always have to be forceful um in order to get our point across or that we have to delegate or relegate, you know. Um I think the problem is is that because as a man we lack sometimes the ability to properly communicate and the the the, the ability to handle the strength, um, the verbal strength of women. That sometimes that we become we turn into tyrants and we turn in ourselves into um, dudes who just don't know how to handle that type of pressure. Then on top of that, I think we also, to your point, Shakila, uh, forget that that my role as a man does not, um, and to lead does not always mean that I have to have all the answers. I am perfectly um, capable of leading uh, and being the leader by saying, turning to my woman and saying, hey, I need help. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. This is not something that I know what to do. What do you think? Like those are okay for a leader. That's okay for a leader to say, as a matter of fact, and any organization um, that is successful, your leaders will tell you that I hire and I staff to my weaknesses. I hire people who are smarter than me, and I staff people um, who are great in areas that I'm not because I know that in order for this organization to run effectively, um, I need some help. And it's the same thing in your house. Like, you got to be comfortable enough to say, I need help. Like, I, don't, I can't do this by myself. I can't run this by myself. I can't make this family 
you know, um, all that it can be by myself, so I need a partner who can help me do that. And that does not mean as a man that I am weak. It means as a man I'm smart. Um, yep. here's, the flip, here's the flip side of that. And this is where I think that some of our uh, some of our sisters mess up is that when a man does make a mistake, there is a certain way um, and a certain thing as having to. And I don't want to use. I don't want to make this sound. Um, it's like it's manipulative, but there are times when you have to almost manipulate the situation um, to the to sometimes let him have it. Like he wrong, but you don't have to go off every time he's wrong. You don't have to point out every weakness every single time because he's already knows, like we know when we screw up. So sometimes mm-hmm. you got to say, this ain't worth it. Let me just let that one slide um, and support him and keep this, you know, and keep moving. So it's almost like, you know, like, and then, and then like, the, like the person on, on the post, that y'all didn't see this one, but on one of the posts, one of the shares, it's the man says, we have no problem leaving when you stop being our mother, our backseat driver, our boss, um, our like he just goes down this whole list of different, you know, things that he felt like women have been to him. And that really is a, an expression that a lot of men will say is that listen, I'm trying to lead, but every time I'm as I'm leading, you're steady saying things to try to derail the progress that I'm trying to make. And so I think that I say that to say that there are times when, as women, um, you have to say, listen, um, yeah, I'm probably being a little bit too much right now. I probably need to go somewhere and just try to chill out a little bit. So it's on both yep. sides. You know, I've it's on it. both sides. Like, I dudes, let's just call it true. We got to step up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, we got to step up. And we got to be like, hey, listen. I, I can't lie. Up. I made a lot of mistakes. I had to say, put up. it to myself. You need to cut it. I have to <laughs> cut it. Sometimes, but here, here's the thing. There are also times that as a man, we got to say that. Like as a man, sometimes you got to be able to look at the woman, again, not in, in an abusive way, but in a loving way and tell her, listen, you're doing too much. Stop. And say it in a loving but forceful way where she knows, Okay, I don't went a little too far. He got this. Let me, let me chill out. You know, and again, you got to be careful with a, that, though. Yeah, that's what I said. Not and a, I say that a, because a, with two alphas, it used to. It's, it's not so much what you do, right? It's how you do it. And even though you might think that it's the best time, and that's you know, this is uh, this is very real for me. And you might think that it's the right time to tell me. <laughs> But it may just not be the right time. That's true. You have you, time correction time. is best received in moments where there is peace. You know, I, matter of fact, I'm about to post it. I don't know where I'm gonna post it. I might post it in the scoop page on Facebook. Um, and I'm just being honest, ladies. Um, there have been way too many proverbs. And I'm not even just talking to my girl. For me, I say it, ladies, because I'm I'm reflecting on self. But you know what? People, because men need to learn these things too. There's just a time when you're supposed to shut up. It mm-hmm. is. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's yep. a whole bunch of them. <laughs> and sometimes it's so hard. <laughs> and it's a whole bunch of times when you're supposed to shut up. Mm-hmm. 
And somebody, because I, I seek people who wear on that when um when I know that I'm confused and in the wrong state. So there was somebody who said, you know what, it, there are times when being quiet mm-hmm. is your best bet. Mm-hmm. And so then they, they was like, Proverbs, now there are a few books in the Bible that I just love that have so much knowledge and wisdom within them, and Proverbs is one of them, um, that I can read. I literally, like 30, any 31-day month, Proverbs is my book. And there's so many Proverbs written about when you should shut up that it, it, uh, if you read it and pay attention to it, everything will be all right. Seriously. Yeah. You know, I was going to say to, to that too. Now here, now let me, can I, let, let me, let me give a shot. Ladies, if you were something, I'm going to say this. I, I don't care if the fellas get mad, but I'm going to say this. Quit giving, quit giving that position to every man that comes into your life. Amen. Some stuff mm-hmm. a man has to earn. And you submitting is something that we have to earn. Meaning, you respect every man. Okay, let me put it the difference between submission and you respect everybody. You honor everybody. But in terms of submission, meaning to come under him is something he has to earn through the experience of you watching him do that mm-hmm. in other places in his life for him, mm-hmm. for you to see how he does this um, to, you know, again, at work, how he handles, you know, those types of scenarios in his life. And, again, so he ever, just because he's your boyfriend or just because y'all go out on a couple of dates, don't mean that you that have don't to mean... to him. You need to watch, no. watch yep. him and see does he have the type of character that says I can follow him. Just and right mean, there is where your mean, standards come in. Yeah, That's where your standards you know, come in, right it, there. It does. It does. And so I want. So I'm. So I, I say that even though, again, like I said, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think something that dudes like to hear. But make us earn that. Make us earn mm-hmm. it. And if a man loves you, if a man loves you, we will rise to that occasion to be that type of man that says, "Listen, I have earned the right to be submitted to." And if he and again and if he honors you and if he loves you and if he's the right type of man he won't take advantage of it or he won't do it on purpose at least. Um, and then at that point, to Rashad's point, uh, like you said on the post, then what was that button you said earlier? You said something about some button that y'all need to they, they need to turn off. Oh like, Lord, here something. comes the pig. Oh, y'all just know what it is. Like, turn off. Do, do you like, hear okay, me? He got you. I can chill. We got you. Better cut that selfish button off. How y'all doing this evening? Hey, boo. Mm. We all right. Don't yeah. start no stuff. That's all hey, I'm telling you. Know, this is a good subject for me to start some stuff because I'm about to say uh, I, I agree with Winfrey, but I don't agree with Winfrey. Uh, no, if you know how to be submissive, you better be it. Why you going to wait till you get with him? To, look here. Be what you're supposed to be from the beginning and don't be holding stuff back because this and that and that and this. You don't want him holding nothing back on you. This is okay, wait a minute. Yes, I do. We're talking about submission, though. Submission. I get bored easy. Yeah, things you should. And That's the things you should. Yeah. I look here. You better go in and get it done, or somebody else gonna go in and take it from you. And that's nah, the you, nah, 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 nah. If you were a dude, well, seriously, if you were a dude, here's something. If you're a dude, and I'm, if you're a dude, and you going out and you're spending um, money on her like this is your wife. And you're paying, doing stuff for, like this is your wife. I'm gonna tell you the same thing. Wait a minute. She hasn't earned that place yet. She hasn't. 
she hasn't earned. Not I agree. She hasn't earned. She hasn't earned the right to ask me where I'm going, who I'm talking to. You, go, you haven't earned that yet, have you? You just uh, we totally just went on a couple agree. of days. So it's the same thing. There are certain things totally that, that, you, that we have to earn and that she has to earn. Are you saying but, that you think a woman should be shown that she can be led, but not necessarily make him the king of her castle? Because, like, I think that, yes, I think there should be traits that are shown in a woman that, yes, I can listen, yeah. I can take your direction and Absolutely. recognize that you can Absolutely. lead. But, no, when I get ready to make a lifelong decision or if I get ready to make a, a, a you know, something that's going to affect me in a real way, I'm not going to if we're just dating and we haven't been through anything for you to prove to me that your best interest is my best interest, then no. In a dating place, I probably won't fully submit to a man. But, yes, I will submit to your position in our relationship being the man yeah. in the relationship and I'm a yeah, man. But, yeah, yeah. no, I'm not giving full-on yeah. wifey submission and showing you that. I will show you that when you ring me. I'm not doing that when it gets down to the mm-mm. <clears throat> I show you traits, but I'm not giving you full on. Like, yeah, I levels, think there should be levels of submission. Okay, and I, 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 okay. Jinx. I can get I'm about to say that. jinx because we all saying it at the same time. But I mean, <laughs> like you know, look, don't 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 go. I don't with know. I didn't say that. I'm not gonna be submissive at all. Okay, well you're nah, gonna nah. be single at all because that's what there you're you go. That's like, it. You better give him a 1.5 or something. Nobody telling you to jump in at five. The same thing yeah. with guys. You ain't got to jump in at five, but ain't no woman going to deal with you if you ain't even at least giving a 1.5. Like I said, mm-hmm. man, it goes back to the other stuff we talk about. Like, ain't nobody going to deal with you if you ain't at least trying to give a B average. I'm yeah. told now take, what, a 2.5 to get on the field? Bro, you got to at least give me a 2.5. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. So did you, did you all see this? You ain't going to put no effort into it. Guess what? You will not be playing. You're going to sit yeah. out did and you see the... get right. Did you see the comments that the ladies made when I asked the question? I asked them. I said, oh, ladies, I started going blind after a while. I said, ladies, when, I said, ladies, when you're looking for a leader, what are you looking for him to do? Because that's another issue. Is, you know, sometimes when we say you want somebody to lead, like leading to me, you might not be leading to you. So when I asked the question, mm-hmm. some of, I think some of the interesting comments I got, one of them says, do more than just pay bills. Being a leader in the home is so much more than this. I could go on, but I will say um, lead spiritually, mentally, and physically, I know this sounds strange, but that's just my two cents. And another one says, I look at the character of the man. I can, I'll earn him two times over, but if his character is strong, he will have my submission. Um, are you accountable or do you make excuses? Are you responsible or do you pass the buck? Do you lead or think independently or are you a follower? Do you give the respect that you want in return? Are you honest uh, even when it's difficult or inconvenient? Are you insecure? Do you love you? Or are you trying to exert unnecessary dominance over me to feed your own ego? Uh, can he teach me something? By no means does, does he have to be perfect. I'm not. But if my character and level of maturity is res- and responsibility is stronger than his, following him does not make uh, me a good woman and makes me a fool. I mean, that's, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, pro- provide, protect, pray. I mean, so there were a lot of, you know, very interesting uh, comments. Um, to this um, that I think definitely need to be looked at because, again, I think sometimes we as men think that the that submission um, is, you know, is earned by making more, making money. And no, I, I think sometimes we, you know, it has, I think it's a part. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a part of it because I don't see very many women long-term who enjoy p- taking care of a man financially. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that. 
no. See it. I don't see it. But you know, you you know, it doesn't mean that you always necessarily have to make more money, but you gotta be participating and leading more in just uh, finances. So, and and it's interesting because again, these are as I look across this, you know, because I know a lot of these people. I mean, we're talking a wide range of any of ages uh, and marital years that either have agreed with this or, you know, or, or weighed in. So pretty interesting, very interesting. Um, one of them said most men and women were raised by single mothers. So how do, how would the men know how to lead or the women know how to follow or how to submit follow? So interesting, very interesting comment. Very interesting. I think that part is important too. Um, I'm sorry, learning to lead, learning to follow. It, we do come uh, from a, a disproportionately uh, large amount of people who have broken homes or, you know, haven't really been taught how to be a man, how to be a woman, let alone how to submit to somebody else or how to lead somebody else, you know. And that's why I think um, those who get it right should step in the gap. That, yeah. Being said, I will say this, this one person that said this, and I think this is something I really wish more women would understand. She says, um, I've learned through experience that my submission flow is natural when there is trust that he has the capacity mm. to lead. Then she says, and might I add, ladies, please, I've said this a hundred thousand times, I'm going to keep saying it. it is so freeing to be able to release that position and get back to my natural state. I'm telling you, it is. It is. I've never met a woman who did not say, "You know what? This is a lot easier. I didn't. I don't have to carry all of this." Never met a woman who. who Praise the Lord. So, yes. Oh. Never met one. All that uh, strong woman, superwoman stuff goes out the window. It's like shoot. I'm just gonna sit here and look cute. I ain't got yep. any woman <laughs> who's doing that though. Any woman who is in that superwoman stance in real life is happy to give that. No real superwoman is happy being her day in, day out. Like, I have not met one yet who is really putting in that superwoman work Mm -hmm. who is, like, proudly displaying the S on the chest. No, they want to be saved. And that might sound crazy, Mm -hmm. and we'll get some who are in the struggle, and they will say, that ain't me. I'm happy. Okay, boo. That's all right. Get saved and tell me how happy you are. Now, Tisha, let's see how really happy you are once you really get to sit down. You know what I mean? And I say mm-hmm. get saved because we play mm-hmm. Superwoman, so you need your Superman to come through. So that Superman come swoop you up and tell me how happy you really are. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't <clears> – <throat> I will with 100% uh, uh, certainty say that, yes, the Superwoman wants to know, not have to be the Superwoman long term. And she's lying to you if she tells you anything different. Or she ain't really playing all the roles that she says she is, one of the two. Yes. Not I t- hey. <laughs> I, yes, uh, yes. I was going to say, one thing that I think that will genuinely help us understand and, and, and get things better is knowing the definitions of the words we use that are holding us back. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, take, for instance, leadership. Like, when I think of leadership, I don't, think of, you know, one person solely being in control and that person, because like a lot of times when you see women say, well, I need me a leader, and that it, it usually goes towards you want him to be like the end-all, say-all to all. Only one person is that, and that's God. 
That's why he sent Jesus so he could show you that people have help. But I ain't here to preach. So what uh, we do need, like I said, little stuff like that is why I look at things differently because, you know, I look at the, the, the word itself, and I don't see leadership as the man being everything and all the say-so at the end of the day. It's just not that way because the outcome of what the leader does affects the group. So if the group don't want to do it and they go with it just because he the leader, guess how many arguments you got, bro? Yep. So resentment, all and kinds then, or, of stuff. And then guess yeah. how many arguments you done put yourself into, ma'am, because you won't have your backbone. Like me personally, mm-hmm. I love a woman with a backbone. Not that I want you to be the leader, but I don't want you to just kill over and whatever you like. Whatever you want yeah, nah, to do. We don't like, want that. We don't want that. I no, we don't that. want that. No, we don't want that. I want you to have Jesus, a mind. No. I want you to have no, a say so. Then when we come well, to we the know there ain't no problem with that over decision here. Decision at the end. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> a complete decision amongst us. <laughs> uh, both of us working on it. Then, as the leader, I can execute the plan. But I'm not going to just execute a plan because I'm the man and she's supposed to. No. That's not the way things work, and I think that's a part of why people really don't get this whole, you know, being submissive thing because submissive goes both ways. That's why I don't understand why it's such a hard pill to swallow from one side versus oh, the I other. Know why. I know why. It's because it's seriously. It's because it's oh, because why it has Winfred, been, why? It's, it's, it's because it has been used in such a terrible way, if you think about it. We come from generations, we were taught, we were taught from people, from parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, where the man dominated because he had the money, He and, and he was the one seen as the, you know, the, the head and whatever, that he did whatever he wanted because he brought in the money and it was her job to sit there and look cute, make sure his dinner was ready, and that's it. And so from that generation, Submission looks like I am dominating you. I am telling you what to do, and because you are dependent on me for your for your uh, your money and for your your place to live, then you're just gonna do what I'm gonna say. And now you can flip it, and now she's making a whole bunch of money, and you and 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 dudes at home, you know, which ain't bad. We had this this talk already. Uh, where dudes are at home in the kitchen, then now she's going. Now you got to listen to me because I'm the one with the money. When so so we've had that perversion. It was wrong to begin with. So long, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's been perverted. But it, all along, but like that's said, also why it's it important. Supposed to be. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, what you say? It's okay, baby. That's also why it's important to illustrate the fullness. I, I don't know. It's hard for me on the fullness of your relationship with your children. Like, if all they see is that, if all they see is. Mama always say the big piece of chicken for him. Mama always running his bath water. I take the chicken. Mama, look, oh, God. Mama always, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, and then when he come in, it sounds like he's so harsh. And if that's what the kids see, you know what I'm saying, you're going to have a young lady who feel like she just supposed to cater no matter what, and she's going to take the verbal abuse, and it's okay. And you're going to have young men who watch those same actions and feel like, oh, so this is how you treat a woman. I think that it's important for us to have not love and hip-hop types of a real relationship example. Yep. Yep. 
Um, yeah. Because there's not really good ones out there. And so, you know, I mean, because when I look at all of these other situations that's happening, you know, in the world, um, I think we'll talk about one a little bit later, but, you know, even with my, my, my Chris Brown, my baby, you know what I mean? That type of stuff, <laughs> it all it started somewhere. When he was young, and I, I had to put this word in, when he was young, he was on Oprah, and he told them that he watched his mama get beat up mm. while he was little. He told them his whole story. Didn't a person in the world reach out to him? Did you not think he was going to mimic the behavior? Yeah. And then when he did, we all condemned, you know, the man. But right. as he changed and grew and realized, you know, then he got his baby. And, now, you know, it changed because his view changed and because people did finally start reaching out to him. But it was after the fact when you had the opportunity beforehand. So if the, if he would have been introduced to a better example of a relationship, a lot of things may have changed for him. Yeah. And so you know, if we I, have I, I better agree. examples of submission and leadership, we, you know, yeah, and I think again, it goes back to it goes back to like you said that that now that it, it, our society is very is very interesting in that, or and even us as people that we kind of go from one extreme to the other, and then we kind of mm-hmm. slowly but surely make our way back to the middle. And I think we're kind of on that that coming back to the middle, you know, place where we understand. Listen, because as women, you as men, we took it too far. And then as women, y'all kind of take, take, take it too far. And I think, again, it gets to the point where you say, you know what, that's not really what I want from my family. I want to be able to work together with somebody and, and us build together. Okay, hold on. We got a caller. Give me one second. Caller Hello? 9229, you are on the air live on the scoop. Hey, your question you, or comment? How you guys doing? This is uh, Brother James Thompson. How you guys doing? Hey. Uh, this evening, good, good. I've never, I've never personally spoken to any of you guys, but I comment all the time on your um, Facebook and such. And I've been listening to um, the conversation, and I just want to commend all of you guys because I think you guys are doing a great work. And as a fellow Langston Knight, I'm so pleased to uh, to, uh, <clears throat> to hear you guys um, for the first time. This is actually all new to me, calling into a radio Thank station you. and all those type of things. But I did want to. Um, to uh, add something to the conversation <clears throat> um, And the thing that I wanted to add is that When, we, when we're looking at um, um, uh, um, An example of At least how God intended For the man and woman to uh, Interact with each other in a relationship <clears throat> I think we have mm-hmm. to go back To the garden experience <clears throat> mm-hmm. Y'all forgive me Because I'm a little bit nervous <laughs> But oh, when you when you go back to, when you go back to the garden experience, you understand that God created the man with three main purposes in mind. That was to be a, a protector, a provider, and the priest of his home. And then you have to understand. Well, fast forwarding, going uh, uh, stepping into uh, the Willie Lynch theory, you have to mm-hmm. understand what took place with that first. And I don't mean to be conspiracy, brother, but I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar mm-hmm. with Willie Lynch and all of those mm-hmm. type of dynamics. Mm-hmm. But the first thing that he did was he took, um, you know, the most uh, masculine black man, mm-hmm. and he essentially castrated him. He brought him out mm-hmm. in front of the rest, and he basically took his masculinity in front of his wife, his children. And the thing about Willie Lynch, the theory at least, is that he made 
um, the rest of um, of the family watch, mm-hmm. basically to show that this man can no longer be your protector. Now, if mm-hmm. you want to be protected, you have to submit to my will. See, because the thing mm-hmm. that we don't understand, most people don't understand about Will Lynch was that not only was this a physical thing, but he understood psychology. Right. You know, and, and and really, in essence, he really kind of understood spirituality too because he took the very things that God intended for, you know, God intended um, to make a man. In, in other words, he took the ingredients that God used to make a man and he used them against the black man. Mm-hmm. So he took he took his ability to protect his family. Then mm-hmm. he turned around and said, "Look, I'm going to make this man a slave. So now he mm-hmm. can't provide for his family, right?" Mm-hmm. And then he turned around and gave him his god or his religion at the time. We you know we're all Christian people, so we know how that was uh, you know manipulated. But he so he he took his ability to protect his home, to be a provider in his home, mm-hmm. and also to be the priest of his home. In essence, he took the very thing that made a man a man, he took it, and now he controlled that element. So mm-hmm. the black woman looks at her at her black man and she says, well, if now you can't protect me, you can't provide for me, you can't be the priest of my home, what need is there for you <laughs> uh, in this whole relationship ordeal? Not to mention the fact that the master could come in at any time and um, you know, uh, do whatever he wanted to do to his wife. The black man, at no point, could stand up for his wife or for his family. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there must have been some some disruption in the order of things, both physically, uh, mentally, and mm-hmm. spiritually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, when we go back and we look at the psychology of what was done to African Americans, and we fast forward that into the, today's society, because I also remember that Willie Lynch said, if you do this thing right. Um, it will enslave blacks for at least 400 years And it will fold right. over on itself In other words, we won't even have to do anything anymore They'll do it to themselves You know, it'll just be a natural phenomenon and, right. and what it did was it pushed the black woman Into a position of authority And it, pu- it pushed the black man into the background Because mm-hmm. the mother would then teach her son How to be more of a subservient uh, uh, person out of fear for his life, to be strong mm-hmm. physically, but to be weak mentally. In other words, mm-hmm. uh, keep the body and take the mind. Yeah. And so what you see is uh, uh, generations of generations of black women stepping into the role of, uh, you know, the head of the household, uh, the one out front um, dealing with the master, um, taking care mm-hmm. of the business of the home, and the black man stepping into the background. You know, and just mm-hmm. doing what he's told to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's just one yeah. thing that I wanted to interject um, into the conversation because it's important that we understand how these things came to be. And I believe that the only way that we can reverse some of these learned behaviors is that we first of all have to understand it, and then we have to um, uproot some of those curses and, and start dealing with those on a more personal level. Um, in, in our relationships in our black households, and just and, and going back to what Brother Rashad was saying, because I was uh, I was listening to him early on, and I wanted to call him in. I, I just really kind of called and got through. He said something that was very important. He said that um, you know if if you're going to be submissive, 
just be submissive. In other mm-hmm. words, if, if you're a queen and that's part of your nature, you know, your nature shouldn't be determined by how that man's going to act. You know what I'm saying? In other words, the mm-hmm. uh, Bible says that love is unconditional. When we look at it from, right. you know, the aspect that God intended for it, which means that it has no condition. In other words, I'm going to love you despite. <clears throat> and if we want a genuine relationship, if we want God to honor our relationships, we have to do it his way, regardless mm-hmm. of the circumstances. If we decide that we're going to be in a relationship with somebody, especially if we're married, then God's going to honor the fact that you're loving that person unconditionally. He's going to honor the fact that you're submitting to his word, irregardless of what he's doing. Because the Bible also says that he may be won over by your actions. Now, if you're basing your actions off of what he's doing or not doing, you know, who's winning in that situation? It's just tit for tat, sure. man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right, man, we and that's all I want to say, Yeah, that's some great <laughs> wisdom. No problem. Hey, it's such a pleasure no. to talk to y'all, man, finally. Yeah, please keep listening, man. We definitely, and please keep calling in with, uh, with your thoughts. Hey, bless y'all, man. All right, you too. Man. Okay, bye-bye. Listen, y'all, go, y'all preaching tonight. I just want to say that. Y'all is preaching. <laughs> y'all trying to take well. my job. Everybody want to preach tonight. No. no, that's good stuff. That is definitely good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Real quick, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, um, and then we're going to come back and jump into that, that hot topic went a long time. But uh, <laughs> we go, go uh, we come back and uh, jump into the next one. So, all right, this is Control Freak by Leah Joel. We'll be right back after the talk.
All right, now, y'all, that's my jam. That is Leah Joel with Control Freak. As I was listening to the lyrics of that song, I was thinking to myself, what better song was that to close that segment than Control Freak? Because a lot of times that's what it boils down to. In our situations, we can be control freaks. So that was perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, so this segment is brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is our specialty. Um, this week, we actually have quite a few events um, coming up here lately. All I feel like I've been doing is letting you know where we'll be, which is I'm all right with that because this is our traveling season. So this Saturday, we actually plan to do a two-show situation. We will be at um, IC Event Center from 11 until 4 p.m. this Saturday at 1148 Northeast 36th Street. Um, That is for the third installment of the Crazy Love Community Care Pop-Up Malls. Um, This is the final installment um, in this series of the many pop-up malls that I've been telling, um, I've been sharing with you all from week to week. So we are finishing out this series on this Saturday. And this uh, this Saturday evening from 4 to 8 p.m., I will be um, with the Elegance by Design ladies with the Revolution of Black Excellence Expo, which will be held at two, yeah, it's going to be nice, 2001 East Reno Avenue here in Oklahoma City, 73117. Um, tickets are available now. They're $10 pre-sale, 15 at the door, 50 for VIP. When I tell you there are going to be tons of vendors at this event, like, that is an understatement. Okay, so one more before I get on to what I'm talking about. On September 17th, I'm so excited yes, about this. This is an event that we have been working so hard on. It is our Curvy Kitten Prevents a Feline Affair Fashion Show. Our girl Kel yes. has been working extremely hard to present an awesome Me? Yes, <laughs> fashion show. So this one is going to be at this really, um, it's a new uh, venue here in Oklahoma, Fresh Sound Lounge Event Center. I mean, when I tell you this place is sexy, it is really, really yeah. sexy. I'm excited. It's, nice. it's at 5716 South Harvey Court, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73109. Um, tickets are available on Eventbrite right now. Um, they we will have all kinds of different vendors available. I'm trying to look for the information right now as far as who we have, but go to the page and I'll be sure to share. And all the events um, and information and tickets uh, will be there also. All right, so that's where we will be. Be sure and come out and see us um, at your convenience at any one of these little pop-ups, either this weekend or the next uh, at the uh, fashion show. So my first topic of conversation on this evening is Brother Chris. Takesha brought it up here just a little bit ago, and um, we are sister wives with this brother right here because I love him from Chris Brown. I've always loved me from Chris Brown, and I kind of have a a certain kind of affinity for him um, as a young man in general. So if you all have not heard, um, Chris was involved in a situation on last week in Tarzana, Tarzana, California is where his home is. It was August 30th is when this happened. Um, There was a woman by the name of Bailey Coran who accused him of aiming a gun at her head after looking at some jewelry that they were supposed to have been, um, um, just, I guess there was a showing of some sort going on in his home as everyone was getting together. And she says that he pulled a gun out on her and then demanded that she leave the house. And then upon her exit, 
They tried to get her to sign a non-disclosure agreement, but she denied it. Uh, she denied signing the agreement, and she was then put out barefoot. I don't believe that she, she – I think she was saying she didn't have her shoes or anything like that. So it was this big ordeal. She called 911, said he aimed the gun at her head, and before you know it, at 3 a.m., police, SWAT, helicopters, all of this other ridiculousness descended upon Chris Brown's house, waking him up <laughs> and causing all kinds of ruckus, which led him to post three Instagram videos explaining his side of the situation and stating that if they had a warrant, all of this would have been avoided. He, they would have been in and out already, but there was nothing to see here. They weren't going to see anything until they showed up with the warrant. Um, there was talks. I mean, there was like eight. 60,000 people live streaming these helicopters and police surrounding Chris Brown's house yeah. for like hours. And nothing happened. Like, we just watched them outside the house for hours. And he was telling them, I'm not letting y'all leave. I'm not letting them in until they get the piece of paper. Okay, whatever. So life went on with it. There was there was talks of drugs being thrown out of the window. Homegirl, the, 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 the Bailey chick, is doing interviews during the standoff. She's reportedly gotten a super boost, like 2,000 followers on her Instagram within the day. It was crazy. So it came out when all was said and done. He did eventually get arrested. He did. I, I, I still haven't been able to confirm that they finally got a warrant or not, or he just said enough of this already and said, fine, take me in and did the whole walkthrough thing. Because he was then um, bonded out. I believe he, yeah, he was arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon, then released on $250,000 bail at 11 p.m. Um, that very next day. Um, so. <clears throat> There's also a text message. This is why this has now made such big news, and Chris Brown isn't um, giving up on it because the whole time he was saying that it was not true. Well, since then, there has been a text message released from Briley, Bailey's phone to the, a gentleman named Safari, not Nicki Minaj's ex-Safari, but there's a person named Safari, where she goes on to say that she was going to, she said that um, this free Chris Brown just kicked me out of his house, and I'm going to, she, she said something about making a story about him. Um, she she basically goes on on the record and saying that she's gonna lie on him, and the dude even tells her he was like, mm, that's not cool. If you do that, that's really not a cool thing. You know, you'd be wrong for that if you do that. And um, so he releases this particular uh, text message to ABC, and Chris Brown has been saying the whole time that this is not true. You know, I don't. This is not what happened with this girl. They were saying there were drugs, there was guns in the home. When they did finally get into the house, there was no drugs, there was no gun found. Nothing like that. Okay, I found the text message, and I'm going to go in and get y'all's information, what y'all think about this. Um, the text message just said, this freak Chris Brown is kicking me out of his house because I called his friend's jewelry fake. The text message rep reportedly reads, I'm going to set him up and call the cops and say that he tried to shoot me, and that will teach him a lesson. I'm going to set his ass up, is what she said. Now, to put the icing on the cake, this chick is still wanted right now by New York police for stealing a $1,000 Louis Vuitton purse from the Plaza Hotel three whole years ago, y'all. Mm. Three years ago. She's still wow. wanted for stealing this purse. Yeah. Wow. But, just, but the kicker to this whole thing was all it took was her calling and saying he did that for us to, 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 to use resources for hours. They showed up at 3 a.m., to that man's house wow. with helicopters yep. and SWAT, y'all. <laughs> and we were watching this during the work day the very next day. Yep. So how many resources, how much time, how much police good cop work was being used 
to search for Chris Brown on some 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 mad chick because you got kicked out of the party because you didn't know you weren't acting right. <laughs> I don't. What do y'all think? Because I I think it's crazy personally. I think it's crazy, and I hope he sued the hell out of her. Every two every dime of that two fifty plus, and then some. I hope he gets his money from this one because enough of is enough with this at this but point. But I think. The justice system, of course, also has to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Off yeah, one word with no yeah. evidence. Y'all yep. have this whole block on lockdown. Huh. Really? For hours. I can't even get a kind of come when we call and say, I don't even want to go there right now. Not right now. Mm. It's, it's, it's late. <laughs> Depending on the neighborhood, you know. Remember we yeah, were talking it, about definitions? Yeah. Here's another one. Privilege. Privilege is an awesome, awesome word. You can do a lot of stuff when you have privilege, like call the police with a criminating record of your own on somebody Man. else who has a record, and then all of a sudden your record no longer matters <laughs> because you privileged. They don't want to receive a liar and everything they pick up the phone. Your word supersedes everybody else's now because you got a little privilege. But like I said, that's Needless true. to say, though, everything that's on your record is about lying. So the first thing we should do is hang up on you because you're re- you're a habitual line stepper, which means that <laughs> you lie all the time. So why am I going to take your phone call? Privilege. Because like Chris Brown had made that phone call on her. Guess what they just said? Man, listen. They just said, Chris, she's, a, uh, she's already in trouble with the law. You didn't know that before you let her in the house? That's not very bright. You need to... You need to make sure that you keep better company. It'll all been his fault and why he should keep better company and why he should have better friends and why this ain't that. But because it was the other way around, wink, wink. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Please don't That's get me started it. on privilege right now. Don't get me started Ooh, on privilege because I'm I, – Cause I, I gotta, Y'all yeah, know I'm over here going. holding my whole music. Keep going. I am uh, holding the music. Keep well, going. You know what? Look, I'll push the donkey down the street for you, Keisha. Don't worry about it. You know, I'll have no problem taking the petty boy. Hold your mule and I'll push that boy down the street. Because guess Man, what? Man, because. This whole thing is about no, privilege I, I wish that would have been. You know, oh, and mm-hmm. I mean, even. But look, look, look. And I just want y'all to pay attention. That. If I was not black and I just happened to have been Caucasian, I would still be mad right now because there's been more attention brought to this than the rape case. This boy raped somebody that came home in 90 days. Don't get me started. Please don't man. You know what I'm saying? But this girl makes a phone call on a celebrity, and we're talking about it longer than he was in jail. I don't even pay, Paul. Don't get me started. Man. <laughs> Man. My note to Chris yeah. is get your NDA signed upon arrival, <laughs> not upon exit. You get the NDA signed before anything pops off because after the fact, it's not ever going to happen. That'll cover that going forward. Period. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hearing that I'm, this judge is the same judge that's been dealing with Chris and his other court issues. She's not a fan I'm of Chris. Tell Chris the same thing that the police would have told him if it was him. Get some better friends, bro. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. get some better friends. Like one, stop hanging around your baby mama's uh, friends. 
They don't mean no yep. good for you at all, bro. They ain't trying to be good to you. They don't mean no good for you. If she got it out for you, they got it out for you. Who you think she go crying to? So you think they just want to sip Chardonnay with you in the wee hours to have a conversation about life? Come on, man. Be smarter than dumb. Like, at some point, people got to be smarter than dumb, too. Because, I mean, I'm a Chris Brown friend, too, but, uh, bro, that was dumb. Like, you know you don't get along with your baby's mother to the point where you call her your baby's mother. And you're going to hang out with her best friend. So if that's the mother of the child's best friend, I'm pretty sure you knew she has an extensive record. I'm pretty sure you've seen the purse. But you're hanging out with her. Why? Yeah. What about her so cool that she has to be hung with? She's a bopper. I ain't messing with you on that. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? I need to be one older. Old school Chicago. She a car booty. Remember that shit? Car yeah. booty. Ain't nobody car booty. But she might be playing some one of the homies. You never know why she was there for the All I know is. She shouldn't have been there. Check this you out. You gotta be careful. If WB <laughs> break up with you, I ain't hanging out with you tomorrow. You can't come drink Chardonnay with me. My affiliation is the WB. So if you come over. I'm thinking that nine times out of ten, you got something up your sleeve. You're trying to see if I'm going to spill beans on WB or if you can get something. You know what I mean? It just doesn't yeah. work like that. And at some point in life, people got to be for real smarter than dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Chris yeah. Brown. Anyway. He know he a target. Chris Brown a walking I mean, target. Yeah, bro. Hey, like, bro, you wake up every just, day a walking yeah. target. Somebody trying to tell on yeah. you or get you in trouble again so they can get a dollar, and you're going to put yourself in the power of the dollar, bro? Like, don't do it. On, don't man. do it. Now, on some level, like I said, I think that I think he's got to, you know, that, that the problem is, especially right now, you know, when tension, first of all, tensions are already high. So we just gotta like everybody just gotta think. You know what I mean, like just everybody gotta just really take a step back and think like, is this really worth it? Because they're going because at this point it's almost like somebody like him who has been very vocal about his opinions about what's been going on um, in this country. Like you gotta watch your back, man. You gotta watch your back. Now I will say to to the other point. I was amazed at, at how that reporter was on Facebook Live, and it was well over um, 130,000 people watching this. Um, so I thought that was amazingly funny. You know what was more funny to me people. was how fast his his um, his African American neighbor said, "I want Chris Block, Chris Brown off my block. He's bringing the, the heat to the block. You don't even understand the situation, and you ready to go call on this young man?" Yeah, that was a nice I, I found it. I posted. No worries. That was a nice house. But I try not to post craziness because that was an house. house. The John Cena house. Yeah. The house nice. I think yeah. he's joking, Keisha. I think he's, he's a comedian. I, I mean, because I heard him on Ricky Smile. Uh, yeah, I heard him there say it, and uh, mm-hmm. I think he's joking. Yeah. Honestly, that, that was, was him. Nice. You sure it was a comedian? That was a nice house, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't, don't quote me. And WB over there stuck. That was a nice house, though. Hey, look, a nice house. Oh. A nice house. 
I was like, look, I'm I was Trey needs to learn how to dance, man. We have to get Trey dancing. That's what, you know, what's the song? To see if you can run it, run it. I can see I'm about to say, that don't always work. Hey. Well, Marion ain't well, looking like that. I'm going to need you to update right. your Pandora station. You went back to run it. You know how wrong Chris Brown is compared to run it? That is a flag on the playlist play. No, sir. I will send you. I am, sending, I am sharing my playlist with you right now. You probably couldn't name no Chris Brown songs right now because like 12 of them, you don't know that it's him. Like people that got the album do. Yeah. Even when I listen to the album, I'll be like, that's a Chris Brown song? Who mm-hmm. I'm telling you. And I didn't heard it. I know the couple. I would have never gave him credit for it. Like he so probably he got a couple he songs has, on, on uh, tape album, and that's about it. Bro, I can guarantee that's you, awesome. we got about five songs right now that don't play in our club. They play in the other I club. Listen. You know, I'm talking about where the go-go listen. lights is going. They pump, 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 pump. He got about five oh, of okay. those. No yeah, idea. I told you, I'm still gonna run it. I'm gonna run it. See, I'm still gonna run it. He ran oh, out. No uh, long time ago. Uh, Put it like this. Uh, Free and AJ was still on 106 and Park when that came out. <laughs> well, dang. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he said Free and AJ. Wow. The hot boys had an album was still real. It's like a steel hat. The base. When Lil Wayne oh, was yeah. still okay. the youngest hot boy. We gonna get you right, bro. That's all right. We gonna get that's you right. Wow, right. Romeo had beef. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. We gonna we gonna keep your head up, Chris. Keep your head up, man. Don't <laughs> let them get you, brother. Okay, you gonna be all right. You. I think you'll be all right. Yeah, we gonna be fine, man. They're trying to get them. Mm-hmm. We got five. We got five minutes left. What, what else we got, Q? I know we had something else. What was the other one? Going on. Oh, um, yeah, we were gonna hit Colin real quick, but you know, after doing my further research, I think we're gonna just touch Colin real quick, and I would really like to dig deeper into what's going on with this story on next week. Because, um, for those of you who don't know, Colin uh, Kaepernick has been um, in the news for refusing to stand for our national anthem um, due to the oppression and the situations that we have had as um, black people. And he said he calls them in general oppressed people. But um, we all know that he's primarily speaking to minorities. And um, he's had a lot of backlash for that. There have been people calling for his head, for his resignation, for his whole life. Um, based on him not standing for this anthem. And I read an article today that actually shed a lot of light on the situation and into him personally that made me look at it um, not differently because I've always kind of, I've, I've, I've been here for his whole, his whole rationale the whole time, but it really gave more weight to why he's chosen to do this the way that he has. So, um, in the in the meantime, in be, between now and next week, I want everybody to take a look into that story. And um, <clears throat> so when we come back next week, we, we can have a really good uh, substantive, substantive uh, conversation because we're three Ooh. games in now. 
and he has not yet um, stood for the for the anthem in three games, and he does not have any plans to do that. And I believe he's actually gotten more support from other athletes that are now also sitting with him um, in his protest. So this one is going to be it's it's and it's the uh, hmm. I say even our youth. We have some young athletes who are even taking a knee at this point. I think um, it it all needs to be called in the question. So, yep, I'm with you, girl. Can't wait for the next one. I'm excited. Yeah, this one's going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Make sure if you get a chance to please look it up and find out what's going on, if you don't already know, because I think that is definitely a uh, very good discussion to have because even if you don't agree 100% with them, look it up and find out before you make that decision. Because I think a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of people, rush, a lot of people, I think, as, as you see, have rushed to judgment without thinking the whole thing through. And so, um, yeah, look it up. Look it up. All right, let's go ahead and jump into final words real quick. Um, we'll start with Keisha. Okay, then. Um Tonight was a lot of fun, revelation, and, and just fun. And I think um, that as long as we um, continue to keep the conversation open, be willing to hear, listen, and follow, you know, words, and everything can just be just fine. I feel positive now. Anyway, <laughs> over the next week again, um, Go to kinkyandclassy.com, subscribe for the five kinky tips, and you'll be receiving those in your inbox. Um, And, of course, you will be reminded again, but the end of September and first two weeks of October, we'll have um, keywords that will be spoke over Global Drive Network for those listeners who would like an additional 10% off of their sweetest day items. Okay, that's about it. Mm-hmm. That's all again. Thank you, ma'am. Kim Willis. I'm going to remind everybody to come out to the IC Event Center this Saturday from 11 to 4 for our community care pop up. And then we're going to be over at the, um, I believe it's the Bricktown Reno Hotel uh, from 4 to 8 for the Revolution event that is happening from um, 4 to 8. Tickets are on sale. Now for that particular event, and then on September 17th, the Curvy Kitten presents a feline affair fashion show will be happening at, excuse me, at the Fresh Sound Lounge here in Oklahoma City, which will also be posted on our Global Drive and Scoop pages. So be sure and come out and have a good time with us. We've got a lot of fun planned. All right, Kendra. Um, One, Colin Kaepernick is the truth. Big uh-huh. two. Uh, keep it petty, man. Like, that's always important. Like, <laughs> make sure you do something at least to make yourself smile during the day. Just get you a good laugh. That's all. All right. I want to say thanks to everybody for listening tonight. I had a great time as always. And please feel free uh, to let somebody know about the scoop. Um, thank you to my co-host, Cuzzo, Ms. Keisha, Ms. Willis. I appreciate you guys for all that you do, um, and uh, I'm looking forward to next week. Also, don't forget on Monday nights we've got the Woman Cave with Tina Reed, Candace Payne, Tamara Sinclair, 
And then on Wednesdays, we got the word on Wednesdays with Pastor Burns starting at 7 o'clock. So tune in tomorrow night. Um, as always, uh, thank you all for joining us. And then you try to me. So I try to keep it low when you knock me to the floor because I don't want to Would you believe this love is forever?